Hey, welcome to Breakfast with Sis. I'm Sis. I'm Dad. We're getting really good at yeah. that. Show 44, and we nailed it. Yep. We have just been sitting here having breakfast, like we do every Saturday morning. Every Saturday. Having breakfast with one of our dear close friends, who is our first repeat guest. Yeah. That shows I how big he is. I'm not um, celebrating the new year, so this is just the year with the new number. So she ha- <laughs> he has to be on it every time the year changes. The new every number. time the number changes, yep. he has to be on it? Well, Declaring it now. He was one of our very first top five or six yeah, guests that we had. Definitely top You five. want to introduce him? This is we should just talk about him <laughs> for the whole show. Oh yeah, I probably <laughs> could, actually. <laughs> Definitely have had conversations with people on the uh, time. It's just, it's just to talk about it. Well, right. introduce them. Number this 44 is, is. Drumroll. Drumroll, please. Rocky Garza. Rocky. Hello. Better known as the beard. The For now. The For beard. now. What? For now? Uh, my wife doesn't like it. Dude, oh. nobody would recognize she, I know. you. She says, I can see your dimples and I miss oh. your smile. Oh. I know. We all it say. It is pretty long. It's, yeah. It's and okay, so this is a podcast, so we should describe long. It's like almost thirty I'll inches. I'll post a photo on our Yeah, we'll Instagram. post a photo. It's longer than you were in here last time, brother. For sure. Yeah, for sure. You know, if you could transplant some of that, and it would just go directly m- to the top of my head. Because I told you I can't cut it off though, because now that I cut my hair off, because I don't have much of that on top. Right. Yeah. Then it's just like a. Then I'm just like a big Mexican with huge eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody like just why? A, yeah. Just people an like, eyebrow. Yeah. Hey, look at that guy's eyebrows. Like that doesn't matter. Eyebrows. There's no other feature you would see. You could trim it down. You yeah. could do you the do like five o'clock key? shadow. Have you yeah. done the good? Yeah, but see, here's the deal. <laughs> or just like the old school soul patch. Oh. I, had, I had one of those in the early 2000s. Oh, yeah. oh my yeah. gosh. I mean, I was a youth pastor. What do you expect? Yeah. Well, but you've got, a, you've got one of those beards that you could just squint your eyes really hard and probably shoot out a five it's, o'clock shadow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're about, we're about like, this is probably like five months in right oh now. Oh my Dang. gosh. So. Well, so there's two things about you from a branding standpoint. You always know you're in the room because of the beard and the hat. Yep. yep. And we made you take your hat off to put the earphones on. Although Allie did ask if you wanted the buds because the hat has become it's part your of the. I mean, thing. it's kind of a staple now. It really and is. It's, Where it's do you a hear sweet hats? hat. Thank too. you. Thank you. It's a, that is a called a Stetson Open Road. Yeah, man. Mm. Um, my grandfather, that's all I ever knew, my grandfather. Matter of fact, when he passed away, we were debating amongst the grandkids who would get because he had a closet full of them. Yeah. yeah. They were, he wore gray. He wore the gray. Kay. Some of them had the deep, dark yeah. sweat stains in them because yeah. he had a work hat. He had a Sunday hat. Yeah. Everyday hat. He had an everyday hat. Yep. It was awesome. Yep. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. And most people don't know the Stetson factory is actually in Garland. Yeah. And so they have a what? outlet that's directly attached to it. I want to like, go. I did like, not know it's that. It's like in the middle of a residential neighborhood. You have to like literally jog through houses. You get to the end of the block and there's a parking lot for the Stetson outlet. Dang. But they have tons and tons of hats that are a third of the cost of what you'd pay regularly that thing is sweetness thanks and and i noticed that you do the slight just roll up brim you don't it's yeah. just kind of yeah, we c- almost almost flat you can't yeah, go yeah. too flat, flat yeah. right w- unless you're like wanting to look like pharrell which i would but <laughs> he's so much cooler than i am i'm gonna go with the slight he doesn't have the beard brother he doesn't have the beard yeah nobody is like 47 and looks like he's 13 like and he that's has true. The last 30 years i don't know he just looks the same now as he didn't that's true yeah. it's the hat it's it's the hat. It's I think the hat. it is. I'm hoping it's going to save me. How long have you known Rocky? Um, four years. I've been in business three, for three, so three, three years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If this you don't know, go back. Rocky's first um, podcast was about his story and our story together, and it's 
amazing. It's it's worth listening to. Tons of wisdom and cool little takeaways from that. But tell everybody what he does right now. It, he because was my business listeners. coach. Yep. That's how we met. So business coach extraordinaire. Yeah, pretty much turned my life upside down. Rocked it. Which is funny that your name is Rocky. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe I actually just turned your life right side up. Uh, oh. There you go. Hey. So nailed it. Yeah, nailed it. Yeah. So I just, I'm squirrel moment. Um, I have been bombarded with people saying, hey, have you seen Stranger Things? Have you seen Stranger Things? I didn't even this know what Stranger Things is. Like the weirdest thing squirrel ever. moment ever. ever. I know. But the whole point of Stranger Things is there's right side world and upside down world. Oh, gosh. And... <laughs> You just kind of nailed it because you actually got her in right side up world. That's right. Pretty much. That's so. right. See, and I went up squirrel moment. No, that was, was a well, metaphor. I mean, I was like, that was a world? long way around. I just want you to know I'm stealing that <laughs> and I will use that metaphor from now on. When someone asks about what I do, as long as I know they're a Stranger Things like fan. Stranger Things? Okay, I, so right. here's the thing. Who is not now? I mean, I don't know. So Everybody. The four now kids, you, yeah. The four kids were on Fallon uh, not too long back and Dee and I was watching and I. I seriously thought they were like a new boy band because oh they come gosh. on and everybody's going crazy. And Brendan walks in the room and just walks by the TV and he looks up and goes, oh, the guy's from Stranger Things. I'm like, who knows these things? And Everyone. then everybody starts talking about, hey, have you seen Stranger Things? And I thought it was a scary show. Now, while it's it got, while it has intense moments, uh, what I'm learning is not super scary. So just recently, binge watched the whole first season. It's good. It's a good move. Well, and you know what makes it really great is it's a continuation of the story. It's one big story that they just cut up in pieces. Yep. Genius. So everybody knows Stranger okay, Things, so that's my thing. Squirrel over. I know. Over. But, you know. Look. P.S. Watch Stranger Things. <laughs> <laughs> I call Rocky if you want the same thing. Well, not really. the, uh, the to go from the upside down world to the right to side, the right up, right side world. up world. So part of that is like, okay, it makes me think that I've been pulling her upside down for 14 years and then. You had to get somebody to pull you right side up. Well, yeah, you're just my dad, and you're like my <laughs> number one cheerleader, so you always think that I Notice can, Notice what like, shirt I have on this morning? Yeah, yep. I like yep. your design. You can, you feel like you... Yeah, but I think that's the, for me, I think that's part of the reason that that's why I, I get hired. To, well, I think that's part of the reason I even get hired to do things, is because you, the role that you play for her is someone who's walking side by side, encouraging yeah. when she falls you pick her up when she's up you don't keep her letter from getting too high like yeah. in that role if you're both walking the same place it's you have to have an unbiased third party occasionally to go hey yes let's let's look at it like this and right. all the people that, but and if you have a great community people surround you those people get to stay with you mm -hmm. that's why we say board of directors yep minimum three yep for that very reason yep you got to have that balance have to so how's how's business been over the last year? What's what's the thing we're jumping right into the learning moment? What's the thing that you've been learning? Because we should we should probably back up. Um, coach, uh, counselor, keynote speaker, keynote speaker, uh, just Rock every star. every everything on life. But sum up in like a um, a thirty second blop, sure. um, blop blurb, whatever. Um, if somebody said, "Why should I hire you?" It's because go. Uh, because I help people understand what it means to be human. That I take away, um, I do my best to spend some f quality face-to-face, -face, uninterrupted time, eye-to-eye, -eye, in order for us to take a good analysis, observation of who you are as an individual as it mm -hmm. relates to your humanity. 
what you think about, what you're fearful of, what your hopes are, what your dreams are, what your values are, what your strengths are, what we call what your identifiers are. Would you say that you help people find their purpose? Uh, I think I help people see themselves the most with both good and bad simultaneously at the same time that allows us to see ourselves the most clearly. I think when you see yourself the most clearly, you can understand your purpose. I'm not going to tell you your purpose. I don't know you. Right. Yeah. I just met you. Right. We spent three hours together. You know you because you've spent your every waking hour with yourself. Mm-hmm. I need to get rid of the things that are inhibiting you from seeing yourself in the most clear manner so that you can wisely make a decision to say, you know what? This does, No wonder I've always thought about this because it's what I'm most passionate about. It's actually what I'm good at. So there's a new thought I have for 2018. I think there's two things that play into the way we make decisions. Yeah. Two narratives. Narrative being a story. Mm-hmm. One is the narrative that we've been told about ourselves our whole life. Yep. And one is the narrative that we tell ourselves about ourselves our whole life. Ooh. Yep. Where those two narratives either match or are in conflict yep. is the places where we either move or where we have the highest amount of um, the highest amount of conflict where we have the biggest struggle. I feel like so <coughs> that most of the time is conflict. Do you most of the time. Yeah. Because what happens is, let's say for me as an example, so if you go back and listen to the other podcast, so life was crazy growing up. Mm-hmm. So I thought my whole life, people are more important than me. Men are more important than me. My mom chose men over me. I come to a place, been through a lot of counseling. Okay, I can reconcile that. But then I take that, that story that was told to me about me was I'm not that valuable. So therefore the story I tell about myself is I need to do whatever I can to serve everyone, care for everyone, live right. everyone so that I'll be valuable. Mm-hmm. Well, those two narratives where they match means that I'm inevitably never going to choose me, never going to choose self-care, never going to choose. I'm always going to do what somebody else needed because I'm playing into two narratives that was told. One was told about me when I told myself, mm-hmm. and now I'm walking away from the way that I was made designed or what my purpose is. But if I can pull myself unbiasedly for even 10 seconds and go, okay, what is the thing that was told about me? And what is the thing that I believe about me? If those things do not match or they match and I know they're not true, my awareness to see that goes, I'm going to take a step back and go, but what is the actual truth? Right. Yeah. What do I actually need to be doing? What does that actually mean? And so I think, I think back to your, so going back to your question, you know, do I, do I help people figure out their purpose? Um, maybe somebody else would describe that their time with me, that they left feeling like they understood their purpose. Mm-hmm. I would we talk say about purpose a lot and I get questions all the time of like, but how do you just find that? Like that's mm-hmm. like hard. Sometimes you got to like get out of your own way to find it. I yeah, because th- yeah. you're th- in your way. Mm-hmm. I think that you get this. You get as physically, spiritually, emotionally, relationally healthy as you possibly can. Mm-hmm. You're gonna find your purpose. I love it. It self discovers. And, you, and definitely, and some people need help with that. And I feel like you're like I the think per- I think one of the perfect. Everybody too. needs help with well, that. Yeah. yeah. Only look the well, only yeah, people that me. the only people that need help with that are people that interact with other humans but so if you don't interact with another human you probably don't need help with that but if you have to interact with other humans you probably need help with that so that means that's you if you're listening (laughs) all of you because you're interacting with three humans right now so exactly right if you're listening so people that go to rocky it's not just like entrepreneurs like me or yeah you've done anybody you've done any you've done yeah so basically there's like there's there's was really bad sentence yeah that's okay you caught yourself well done well done there's three i mean there's basically three ways so individuals one-on-one someone hires me they come and spend a half day with me yeah teams and organizations so Mm -hmm. whether that's a company of 15 and all 15 people are going to show up for a one-day event or a team of the company of 8,000. i'm going to sit down with one team over the course of eight hours yeah um, or keynote speaking conference workshop style so everything happens in one of those three arenas he's another version of me 
when I was doing it on my own. Yeah, the half-aged version of you. The half, the bearded version. Mm, I know. I know it's <laughs> the bearded version. The cooler, sharper. I asked him why he was so. I mean, he looks like he just came off a magazine this morning. I, know, I asked him. He said, so "Well, hey, look, you never know if somebody's going to be here. Yeah, I don't want to show up in my PJs." Which, by VIP the way, some on. have yeah. showed up well, in well, PJs. I did, I, I did last time. I remember that, and so I was mm. like, "Well, I no." We've had a couple show up in slippers. <laughs> Yeah, it's and fine. it's cool because it's, it's a podcast, it's fine. right? I it's would if I could. I barely get up in the morning, so. She actually did her hair for you this morning. I did. Well, I she is, go to she's going to market. So. Yeah, so <laughs> I'll pretend it was for me. Yeah. Thanks. Put some makeup on. Thanks. For sure. No, um, it's like, yeah, it definitely changed my life for the better Thanks. going through Rocky. Yeah, it's been really interesting. I mean, we're go so go now we're just hit the three-year mark of me doing this uh, full-time. And I think we're probably like the third or fourth iteration of what the actual business looks like. So if you're out there and you're an entrepreneur, be patient. Yeah. Calm down. You're not supposed to have it figured out right now. It's going to no. change. Uh, and so, yeah, I think now we've, you know, I've kind of moved away from doing retreats and coaching for entrepreneurs, like what you went through. Mm-hmm. So I, this as opposed to doing 20 times a year, I do that maybe two or three with a very specific one mm, or two people who are want to do the work. They obviously have the money to pay. They're, they have a business that's <coughs> established. Um, and the rest of my time is spent with teams and organizations or sp- speaking someplace. And and the, the cool thing about that is it's either um, an all-women's – I'm going in April to do an all-women's retreat in Colorado at I this ranch, which will be super awesome. Or it's like the Dallas Regional Chamber's Young you know, young Professional Summit. Yeah. The, I love the fact that I get to interact with people from all of those crowds. Also not saying that if you go to a women's retreat, you're not a young professional. So don't hear that. Yeah. All of those things together. I think that's – that for me, move three years in, I feel like I'm just now starting to find my sweet spot. Are you getting all these from word of mouth? Um, or like how prior are you hustling? to two months ago, yes, all word of mouth. Previous clients telling their friends who are mm-hmm. also business owners. Um, now I would say in the last month, it's coming from LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of made a decision going into 2018 to kind of change my social. Uh, platform and how I'm going to use it and I'm doubling down on LinkedIn. So I was really fortunate that I was given opportunity. Uh, LinkedIn like arbitrarily rolled out video capability and I just happened to be one of the first ones. And so I just jumped on and started using it and I'm already creating video content. And so it's been really neat there to kind of, all my clients are people who are writing the checks are businesses. They're not individuals for the most part. Right. That's so, so smart for me to kind of double down there. Um, there's actually a, n- a new organization called LinkedIn Local, um, and so they're they they hosted one event last month. They're hosting another event this month, and so you go online. It's like ten or fifteen bucks to buy a ticket. Yeah. But it's everyone who you see or you would know from LinkedIn, but face to face in real life. And That's so interesting. Uh, yeah. So I'm gonna go to that here in a couple of weeks. I think, again, just. When you're self-employed and your business is your name, which you know this because your business is your name. Yep. Um, literally. Literally. Everything is about the, where you're going to spend your time, the people you meet, mm-hmm. where you. And so we were at breakfast. We were going to talk about this, but I paused so we could save it yeah. for here. Yes. Because we always talk about the good stuff over I our know. chicken biscuit. Yeah. So I think for me, my kind of one of my going into 2018 was I'm going to do my best that in any time an opportunity presents itself for me to have a face-to-face interaction with someone that mm-hmm. I may or may not know, my answer is going to be yes. It doesn't it matter. You want to get together? Yes. You yeah. have a coffee? Yes. Hey, we're going to do this orga- this new organization. Uh, it's all women, all African-American, but I love your message. I love your branding. Would you be a part of it with us? Yes. 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 It, doesn't, it doesn't matter because that's the only way when you're, A, your business is your name, you have a personal brand, people have to hear your name to mm-hmm. know to hire you. That's the only way mm-hmm. that it works, right? And, like, Google works-ish unless there's also 7 million other people who are doing what you're doing. Right. Yeah. And at that point, it's about 
people. It's not about how many people liked it or commented or saw it or didn't see it or because they or liked the it. SEO. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> right. none, of the, none of those things. Right. None of those things are ever going to compare with human interaction. That's true. And so, so you're me, in your third year. I'm in my third year. So we talked about this <clears throat> um, on one of our previous um, breakfast get-togethers. So uh, on pause. <clears throat> it's really smart of you to um, lean into LinkedIn because me and dad were having this conversation at dinner this week about how far can Instagram take us and how all these businesses are just putting what's well, just a catalog their whole yeah their whole they're they're hoping Instagram is it is it yeah. forever because right. they're putting all of their eggs in that one basket so we're it's trying just a to IG is just a catalog. Yeah, very, very Come up with some new ideas to yeah. be like, you well, can't like do that. Like very, very stories. few things have you ever been like, I have never seen this, never heard of this, never known it. I saw it for the first time on mm-hmm. Instagram and I purchased it and it cost more than $100 because I never knew about it. But now that I saw one photo, I'm going to do it. No, it happens like this every time. Yeah. You and I are having a conversation face-to-face about mm-hmm. something. I say, I'm really looking for some new sheets. And you say, oh my gosh, did you have your phone with you? Go to. And then mm-hmm. you'll send me to someone something <laughs> about something yep. because you had a human interaction because it, that's yep. still word of mouth. That's not Instagram. No. Instagram is just your mini website. Yeah. So it's exactly it's the a, dad's had yeah. a catalog. It's yeah, a catalog. It's just a snapshot. Yeah, it's a catalog. <coughs> it's a catalog. But three years, a tree. First year, it sleeps. Second year, it creeps. Third year, it leaps. Well, that's a perennial. How do you say it? It's a flower, not a tree. A perennial. Perenni- yeah. A perennial. I'm not gonna say. I can't have some say more it. sweet tea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're a flower tree. girl. A flower. I know no, what it is. I just can't pronounce it. First year it sleeps. Second year it creeps. Third year it leaps. Wait. And so you're in that third year of, you know, just massive growth. So outside That's these the two, goal. outside these it's two things, happen. what else? What What's been the big aha this year in interacting with people? What's the big like? Oh my gosh, I can't believe there's such a gap in values, or um, you know, this is the number one thing that people are leaning into based on what you learned last year. What's what was the big takeaway from seventeen, from it a people standpoint? Um, what I learned about people, or <laughs> what I learned about myself? Yes and yes. Both. Great. It's a show. Come oh, on. What I learned, <laughs> I'll, I'll start. What I learned about myself um, is be patient. Yep. Um, I am a action-oriented, uh, goals-driven figure it out fly by the seat of my pants let's go we should do it now you mm-hmm. need a keynote great i'll be there in 20 minutes have something prepared nope but i can make it like <clears throat> so being patient to i'm i'm in the people business i'm in the human business Definitely. Uh, people it, it, it takes time if i interact with someone who's 35 years old th- and i have two hours three hours i have three hours to get through 35 years of whatever whatever those things are and so to it. be patient that yeah. the, the power the power is not on me I don't have near as much control as I would like to think that I have um, but being patient being consistent being diligent being intentional being methodical being purposeful all of those things are always going to outweigh the flash and the bang yeah, okay be patient all right mm-hmm. that's about yourself what you learn about other people that you've come into contact with <laughs> they want it now they're not patient <laughs> uh, that they are dying and wishing and hoping to have an uninterrupted face-to-face conversation with another human being about who they are and to be affirmed we're seeing it all the time you know when we look at our when we look at our um people that leave and and we read all of the you know reviews online Mm -hmm. or or whatever um the number one it's either number one or number two every month uh why are you leaving lack of collaboration my manager didn't pay attention to me. I don't feel like I'm being developed, mm-hmm. uh, and it's and it's 
people crying out going, I want to be in community. Yep. I want to be in community. I tweeted that. Matter of fact, when we were setting in the driveway, um, I tweet. I, I, I posted something about that very, very thing. Ooh, that's so cool. on Thursday of last week, England, the Prime Minister of England created a new governmental office. Get this. Added to their version of the cabinet, a minister of loneliness. What? True story. What is it? A minister of loneliness. So uh, because of Brexit, they're leaving the union, and so they're feeling somewhat like an isolated little island nation. But bigger than that, the research in the U.K. says that for the most part, overall, people feel lonely and disconnected. So they're creating a government minister to be the minister of loneliness. Now, the sad part is, the belief is government can fix your loneliness. Right. That's a whole nother podcast for a whole nother day, yep. probably over another sweet tea somewhere else. But the reality is, and in this article that came out talking about this, they've done research that says being lonely has the same health equivalency as smoking 17 cigarettes a day. Oh, gosh. Can you believe that? And the bigger thing is, it is absolutely possible to be lonely in a crowd of people. 100%. Oh, good. That, that was the thing that I, I, I posted this morning that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm learning more and more and more that loneliness can happen in a crowd. Yep. But we're hardwired to connect. And that's exactly, people are crying out, so I just want to connect. Do you, what's the role, I'm, because I don't want to lead the witness, what's the role do you think social media is playing in people's loneliness or their, their need to be in community or be connected. I, mean, I think social media is thriving because of people's need to feel connected to desire. Well, let, let me rephrase that. Social media thrives because as human beings, we are innately built to want to be with people, connected. to be communi- mm-hmm. communicated with people. Two are better than one. Always. And so what we've done is we've created a platform or platforms that give us the ability to have a false sensation That's of it. connection. I was just That's about it. to say By it's being so able false. to say, oh, they <laughs> saw me. They saw Even now, I right. saw last night or yesterday, a new article went out that now Instagram you can see the last time someone was active on Instagram. Like really? it shows you the last time you were on. Yeah. So now I can go, yeah. oh, they were just on. So you were on two minutes ago. If I message them now, they probably saw their phone. They probably should write me back. Right. Oh, I hate that. So isn't it a phantom reality that it creates? Like you just said that, you know, it's this false sense that I'm being social because uh, I got a like. A hundred percent. I think that, I mean, I'm, that's me. I do not get the same feeling of being on Instagram and talking to someone. Even if I'm talking and DMing someone, I don't get the same feeling of having a conversation like this. Did you say damning someone or DMing someone? DMing. Okay, I was going to say, <laughs> if I'm talking and damning someone, I want, huh, you can't D- do direct that. Direct message. <laughs> DMing someone. DMing. Okay, I got you. Yeah, so here, I mean, here's an example. I had a, um, a year ago, I was sitting in the Houndstooth Coffee in Oak Cliff. Uh, it's the last time I had a beard. A girl walked up to me and said, hey, nice beard. I said, thanks. <laughs> she said, hey, it's kind of random, but I own a clothing company. Could I have your phone number? So if I ever want to use you, you can go and model our clothes. What? And I said, sure. sure. Why not? No one's ever asked me that. I get people to ask me to model all the time. Oh, yeah. yeah let's that's say, so let's awesome. Let's this. It's the first time it's ever happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> and it was only because I had a beard and a hat on. But I said yes. <laughs> uh, a few months go by. Never heard from her. No harm, no foul for her on Instagram. They have great clothing. Yeah. So come a beard off. Not because of that, but yeah. in my mind, <laughs> it's always in the back of my mind, oh, I missed my chance, right? You missed it. <laughs> so about a week ago, I get a, uh, get a DM, not a damn, I got a DM. DM, <laughs> that's right. Um, from this girl. And she said, hey, 
curious, are you free Friday do you to do a shoot? Do you and I thought, <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. What do you mean am I free Friday? Uh, of course. So I go. This was yesterday. Mm-hmm. This new jacket I'm wearing is from her clothing line. Oh, okay. Awesome. okay. I noticed that okay, immediately. Give her a yeah, yeah. So it's um, a 1791 Supply Company. Mm-hmm. I'm um, here in Dallas. She hand sews everything, <gasps> designs everything. What? It's all like she's unbelievable. Her Does she have stuff for larger, taller people? Yeah. So okay. I'm wearing this. This is only a large. Normally, I can't get anything smaller than a double XL, which means the XL would be nice. The double XL, which she's, it's killer. I'm in. Yeah. I'm totally going 1791 there. 1791 Supply Company. She's 1791 awesome. 1791 Supply Company. Anyway, all That's that awesome. to say. So we go do the photo shoot, and she's like, hey, you know, I have a few outfits if you can wear them. And I said, sure, you know, no no, no worries. And she also, she was like, hey, I would love, we're going to start this series on our website to do, like, stories of people. Would you mind if we went to your office after that? And I interviewed you and did a story. I said, oh, of course. Dang. I said, yes. That's even better. Like, I, would, I would love that, That's right? Fitting. So we go, we do that, we're talking. And so she's asking me, hey, can you, I'm going to record audio because I'll transcribe it later. And she has questions she's asking me. Yeah. So we're going. So we get to the end. And I don't even know what the question she asked me, but I actually posted a video on this. My, I think the most recent video on all my channels. But quick side note story. So um, my grandfather basically provided everything I ever needed in my whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, up until I was probably 12 or 13, he and I were super close, talked, hung out. But yeah. then after that, he kind of loses the ability to know how to be in a relationship. He, doesn't, yeah. if he gets awkward. He, his life was crazy growing up. His mm-hmm. was raised really crazy. And so... Um, we've always been close in the sense that like I knew I loved I knew he loved me mm-hmm. he knew I loved him but like probably for the last 10 years we don't really talk we don't really hug we don't really say I love you it's like, how are you are you good how are you and he goes to his right. bedroom like right. it's kind of awkward and so for literally the last 10 years I've just felt ashamed and guilty that I've wanted to say I love you I want to hug you and I haven't because of my own fear so about nine months ago I wrote him a letter and said hey here's all the things I love about you here's what I want to say thank you for here's what I want to ask for forgiveness of awesome um, does he live close yeah they live about f- in Ennis Texas okay. yeah. out there. I said, and you don't, I don't need anything from you. You don't have to respond. You don't have to. You, if you want to, you can. If you want to go to eat, you can. If you want to say nothing, you can. This is not about me getting something from you. Sure. I need you to know this is how I feel. Mm-hmm. So then, all of a sudden, like, I got a text from him, and then all of a sudden, he like stopped at our house and like was like dropping off toys for Ezra, and so then at Christmas, uh, this Christmas, we're uh, at my grandparents' house, and my mom says, "Hey, come outside, Pappy." So I go, "Pappy has something for Ezra." Bring Ezra. Said, okay, so we go outside. So I go outside, and there's this big thing, something covered under this big blanket. And my grandpa also has like his hobby; he raises goats. So like he takes this curtain off, and underneath there is um, a blue cast iron Ford pedal tractor with a little trailer what? on it. And inside the trailer, he like put two little goats for be, to be cute. Right. So I see it, and like have this moment of like, what? Like I was so confused, and then it hit me. When I was four, yeah. mm-hmm. his dad bought me a Ford cast iron pedal tractor nice. that I rode the wheels off of. Nice. It had been Aww. sitting in the barn for 25 years. Nine months ago, let's just say about the time he received the letter. Right, right. He took it out of the barn, went bought all the new parts, reassembled it, had it fully restored what? for oh Ezra gosh. to give to him. And on the back of the trailer, it had painted Pops, which is what I called his dad, Pops, mm-hmm. and then Ezra, or Rocky, and then Ezra. Oh, and that was Ezra's Christmas. He'd been working on it for nine months. That is so And so story. when I'm interviewing, so back to this whole... Yeah social media thing so we're talking she was interviewing somehow that's i got to that i landed on that story somehow so i'm telling her and as i'm talking like tears are welling up in her eyes yeah you know and i'm thinking oh it's yeah it is kind of an emotional story and she said i've been thinking for the last six months that i need to do the same thing (gasps) like that for my dad nice but i haven't she said we have the same relationship and i said great then do it expect nothing back from him but for you do it long story to say a year ago someone said something to me about a beard and asked my phone number yeah 
Right. A year later, the same person direct messaged me on social media and says, would you come to this photo shoot? Mm -hmm. Am I busy? Yes. Was it my day off? Yes. Would I rather stay at home with my family? Yes. Am I a model? No. (laughs) Okay. I'm a six foot, 220 pound Hispanic non-model. Okay. That's not me. But you have a cool hat. But I have a hat and a beard. So it's work. It doesn't matter what I wear. All that to say, like, to me, that's a really good marriage of our willingness to get out of our comfort zone. I think social media can be an incredible platform mm-hmm. right. to, to build an initial connection. If Again, if we'll get out of our own way, though, and when yep. someone says, can you, would you, do you mind, do you, is there anything really going on in my life that is so significant that it's not worth a small sacrifice to the benefit of somebody else? It's huge. And the answer is no. Because yeah, oh you that's, literally that's just, massive. just, I mean, you didn't know that. No, nothing, nothing about no- yesterday yeah, matters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If she writes a letter to her dad That's and right. they reconcile a relationship on any level, done, done, and that yeah, never yeah, yeah. probably would have happened if you would have said no. Yeah, guaranteed. Goosebump. That's 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 absolutely huge. So, we <coughs> we don't do resolutions, uh, but Neither. we, we, do we themes. yeah we do themes. We we talk about goals and desires, things mm-hmm. I have to get done this year, things that I want to get done this year, um, and then we talk about themes. And so my theme for the first couple months. I, I try to be realistic, right? Sure. I, I lean in as long as I can uh, until the theme changes. But my theme for the first um, several months is uh, be in the moment. Hmm. Because I'm finding that when I am with people, I'm still disconnected. Hmm. That I'm still in a social media mindset or I'm connected to some kind of digital or something. And even when I'm with people, it's possible to be lonely in the crowd. Even when I'm with people, that there are times I'm, I'm disconnected. So I'm trying to be much more uh, mindful about when I am in the presence because I could have possibly missed that story that you just yeah. told. Had I been with that person, uh, if I'm so consumed in just myself, I could have missed, I could have missed yep. that story. Yep. And so, you know, the cool thing is, is that when we are truly connected with other people um we have moments like that yeah. define defining moments meaningful defining deliberate moments and that's that's absolutely huge what's really annoying for me right now is because i don't really like my phone like i'm totally okay with putting it away for a day two days don't like literally the one of my favorite times in japan when we went was the plane ride 12 hour plane ride because no phone i no phone no one was gonna reach me i didn't need it like it was the best time i loved it and so when people are like oh i'm so sorry i my phone was in the other room or my husband was like you don't have your phone next to you i was like no i don't need it i don't need my phone next to me or everyone's like oh whatever ali you're always on your phone i was like no i'm really not I think it's an emerging market, Rocky. I think there's like an emerging don't, business don't to disconnect it. from electronics. I think it's. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that I don't that I don't have a specific talent or purpose or gifts. Or I'm not. I'm not. I'm not knocking my. This is not being you know self sabotage. I'm not saying that. I think 80% of the reason that my business is successful is because I'm forcing people to have a conversation face to face, eye to eye. Yeah. And because I have. So then let's go to like maybe this is just something I can. I'm good at doing making a connection with people face to face. I ask people things that you would never think you could ever ask someone that you didn't know for 10 years. <laughs> and I ask them in 25 minutes of knowing them. Right, right. And push and push and push and push. Right. Because that's what, because where else is it happening? 
that well that's the thing yeah it's not uh, you know the restaurant we're setting in talks about this uh in one of their former commercials everyone has a story yeah and everybody that comes up that had that that places an order they're taught at the counter to look at that person and and ask yourself what's their story yep. everyone has a story and it it does it makes people more human yep it does what were you gonna say sis I don't remember. I'm sorry. That's right. I, I, I just, like, I'm going I'm right I'm to add there. to that because I think that's uh, really good. So there's, um, we were, earlier we were talking about books or writing books. Maybe we should write a book or who yeah. should write a book mm-hmm. or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So we're big fans of books, by the yeah, way. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> so here's, here's in, in regards to that, in regards to story, in regards to people, there's, there's two statements I think we have to be able to say at the same time in the same breath with no punctuation if we're really going to understand what it means to be a human being. Mm-hmm. Statement number one is, I'm wildly unique and extraordinary and there's nobody in the world like me. I believe it is 100% true that there is no other human being in the world like any other human being in the world. Identical twins aren't even identical. They should be called similar twins. Oh, they're, they're not identical, good. right? Like, yeah. it's a, it's a, just through, I, well, I take people through identity mapping. It's 13 words in a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. It's mathematically impossible for anyone to pick the same 13 words in the same order. You can't, there's no one in the world. So statement number one, there's no one in the world like you. Yeah. Wildly unique. Same breath, no punctuation. I am 100% regular in the sense that I am no more or no less valuable than anyone to my left or to my right. Say it again. I'm trying to write this down. Yeah. And you're talking really fast. Sorry. No, sorry. I, also talk, I also talk really fast. I know, but this is you wisdom. You can go yeah. back. Yeah. Yeah. Number, <laughs> but I may want to ask him about this yeah, fine. in a minute. Okay. Qu- statement number two is I'm 100% regular. Regular as in I go on a regular basis? or no. 100%. I, okay. Well, hopefully you are also <laughs> regular because if not, it's going to be a long road for you. <laughs> Gonna be I a just lot of, clarify. There's going to be older. There's going to be a lot of backup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's running right through. Anyway, I'm 100% oh gosh. I'm 100% regular. Normal, regular. In the sense that there's, I'm no more or no less valuable than anyone to my left or to my right. You're a human being. Right. I love that. And, and here's here's the thing. I think because on, at first glance, those two statements are polarities. Mm-hmm. They're opposites. Mm-hmm. The tension of those two statements is where I feel like us as human beings experience the most freedom. Mm-hmm. I want in the same breath go, I know there is nobody in the world like me. My ability to be self-aware and confident enough to know that what I bring to the table is valuable and unique. Yes. And it is not unique because it's better than you. It's not not valuable because it's worse than you. It is valuable because it is me, and simultaneously, it is of equal value as you. Dang. I think the tension of those two statements is where us as individuals, specifically in 2018, specifically trying to be attached to social media, to have a connection, there's, that is where the most freedom is. Social media kills people because you swipe, you swipe, you swipe, mm-hmm. and you compare yourself to everyone else, and you're frustrated because you're not them. Mm-hmm. But how so insane true. is it to say, I'm comparing my life to somebody else's purpose and frustrated I don't have it. Mm-hmm. That doesn't even make any sense. I mean, that's, if, oh you, if you looked at that statement, you would go, like, I would never do that. I would never say that. I would never say I'm comparing my life to someone else's purpose. Yes, you are. Yeah. Because yeah. they put a photo up in the Maldives, and you don't understand how they got there, mm-hmm. and you wish you could get there, and they're 24, and they just got their first job, and how did they? Well, a, it doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. B, side note, <coughs> their parents probably paid for it. And C, What's green screen? It's, a, it's irrelevant. Yeah. Right. Why are you frustrated? They could be like killing themselves, not literally, but like killing themselves to do that one thing and hating life. Well, not only that, but in that and moment, like I have taken everything good and right and valuable about who I am and what I'm doing, and I've thrown it away mm-hmm. because it doesn't compare to a beach. Mm-hmm. So how do we <coughs> how do we flip that? Because part of it is internal, and the and the second part of it is external. So internally, I need to be telling myself this. I am unique. There's no one like like me. I'm I'm 
wonderfully and magnificently made. Uh, and there's no one like me on the left or right. I'm no more, no less valuable. So it's internal. I get it. External. How does that impact my behavior? What, what should I be doing differently toward other people? Because you're right. A lot of people, they look at that and they go, and, and it goes to judgment. I'm judging you. I'm, you know, I'm whatever. What's, what's For the, yourself. Yeah, what's the, what's the external Yeah, I mean, I think, thing? I think first, and that this is going to sound internal, but I think it's external. First, you have to under, take the time to understand yourself and do due diligence to understand how it is, who you are how you react, and by default, what your nature is. So I'm a, I don't know if anybody's familiar with the Enneagram or not. Yeah. But I'm going to use it as a quick reference. Um, yeah. Brooke talked about it on her show. Do you remember uh, Once Small Blonde, Brooke, she talked about doing the Enneagram and how it was. Yeah, I think it's a great resource. You can go to the Institute.com, take the test. It's $12. It's worth it. Just uh-huh. for the insight, it's good. Yeah. So I'm going to use this as a quick example. I'm an eight. An eight is called the challenger. Okay? My wife is a four. Four is the individualist. I am, you guys know me and my personality. That mm-hmm. gives you a pretty clear picture of an eight. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. A four is someone who's very artistic, very creative, very inside their own head, has to process the world through their lens before they can see it through any other lens. Mm-hmm. I am the opposite. I process the world through what I think your lens is going to be right. so I can react accordingly to make sure. Okay. Yeah. So no, just that, just knowing that I spent the first six and a half years of my marriage, assuming that my wife didn't care for me the same way I cared about her. Because I would say, babe, I think about you before I go to lunch. I think about every dollar I spend before I spend it to see how it's going to impact you. Mm-hmm. And I say, I just don't, I feel like you don't think about me the same way. And she would look me in the face and say, I don't. And I would say, so I don't understand. I guess I just love you more than you love me. Like, I, like what, why is there a breakdown? Fast forward six and a half years via the Enneagram as part of it. All of a sudden, someday I just said, can I ask you a question? Are you telling me that? you're not willfully not choosing me in the same way that I'm willfully choosing you? And she said, well, no. No, I don't like think, oh, I'm not going to pick him. I'm going to pick me. She goes, that's just how my brain works. I have to say, you say this is going to happen. You say you got a new gig and you're going to Colorado. I think, how's that going to impact me? What am I going to do with Ezra? Where are we going to go? How are we going to be here? When are you Mm -hmm. leaving? When are you coming back? So I know how to respond. My gut is not, babe, I'm so excited. I'm so happy. Good luck out there and not to ask any questions because as a direct... She filters the world through that. Yeah. I spent six and a half years going, I guess you just don't love me and care about me the way that I do because you don't ever seem to be excited at first. Mm. That alone will change the course of interactions with people. To me, that is a very external thing because I have to understand myself to know how I'm going to respond to somebody else so that I know how I'm going to communicate, so I know how I build relationships. So, And that's our response. I think that's our responsibility as individuals because I think that's the most practical thing going external. Understanding ourselves. We have to. In order to understand others. 100%. And then pausing long enough to realize not everybody sees the world in the same lens that I see. Nobody, nobody sees the world in the same lens you do. We get, from a leadership standpoint, we get in a lot of trouble because as a leader, we stack ourselves and we stack our team and those that we lead up against how we do it. I tell people this all the time. You know, we each have a learning style and we tend to teach how we learn and we also expect everybody else to respond to our learning style the same way. And again, low self-awareness in the industry, we would say low emotional intelligence. Sure. Um, Whoa, I just about knocked my mic over. And the challenge that, uh, the challenge that that brings is, uh, you know, we tend to jam everybody in the same box. I think a lot of times Rocky, we do that because of lazy leadership or leadership laziness or whatever you want to say, because it, it actually requires work 
to realize oh, that it each person versus if I just broad brush everybody and just do the same thing for everybody, it's it's quote unquote easier, but right. it's just lazy leadership. Yeah. And in that moment, think, is that the way that any of us want to be treated? Right. Do any of us want us to do any, but does any of us as individuals want to be broad stroked by anybody else? No. no. Yeah. That's why we have our own individual profile on nine platforms because mm-hmm. we're trying to say I'm an individual. I'm right. valuable and look at me. Right. Uniquely and wonderfully made. That's right. We I say that all the time right before. As a matter of fact, I almost always say that in reference to, sis, if you don't slow down and take care of yourself, your switch will, will switch. It switches. And, and because we say this all the time, we're wonderfully and uniquely made, and God designed an off switch that if we get overloaded, we will flip off. Yep. Yep. <laughs> It's yep. a reboot. It's a, re- it's a restart. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, I posted the other day, emotional intelligence starts with personal health. If you're not healthy, then you don't have the capacity to see or understand anybody else. Shit. That's it. Like, and when I read that, I immediately thought my off switch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been doing much better, sis. I have been so proud of you in the new 2018. Even though it's not a new year, but it's just a continuation. Mm-hmm. Your continuation has been I've been really proud of you really hard on I it. know it what do you think is the fear I'm gonna uh, I, mean, I don't want to make a loaded question but I'm gonna make a loaded question here comes a loaded question what do you think is the fear or the doubt or the anxiety that you had 18 months ago that you don't have now that allows you to stay grounded and more centered so the switch doesn't get flipped as easily as it used to what's gone I think at the or what happened yeah I think at the moment it was I need to make it. I need to make all this money. I still was trying to prove to myself that this is like an actual job and I can, I, I'm, I was always focused on the money and I, I hate, I hated it. And I'm like looking at our finances and I was like, actually we don't need my income to survive. <clears throat> so why am I putting all of this pressure on myself mm. to make all this money when it's not, it's not a need. So then I was able to like dial it back and be like, okay, well, if I don't need this, then I need to make it into a, a want because I, at the time I was just constantly killing myself to make all this happen. And I was losing the want. It was becoming a job and it was becoming something that I wasn't happy with it. I was like, oh, I have to do this or I have to paint another whatever I was painting. Mm. And so that helped trigger it when it became like, I don't need it. I want it. So that helped. But then it was also the, I, I still actually struggle with this now of, I don't want to um, say no because I want to say yes. And I want all the opportunities because I don't want the, uh, that opportunity to go to the next person because I, I want it. Whereas now scarcity versus abundance. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. We've we've been <coughs> talking about this. She's created some pretty good self awareness around this. So much. But now I feel like I fully have or I'm fully am leaning into my purpose and my purpose isn't to create for like Ali K. It's to create something to inspire someone else to create that. Mm-hmm. So that book opened my like when I wrote my book and the minute it came out and the minute people were starting to post flowers that look just like mine, 10,000 people are now drawing flowers that look just like mine. I had a breakdown. I was like, what did I just do? I ruined myself. But then I was like talking with dad and talking with all these other people. 
and leaning into my purpose of like, no, this is exactly why I wrote this book and it's exactly what I need to be doing. It's not to create flowers and put it on everywhere for the benefit of me. It's mm. to create these flowers, teach other people to create these flowers so they can put it on everything because I can't do it all. Mm -hmm. So I think knowing that going <coughs> into the new year has changed it, it was a it has changed Big aha moment oh my gosh a yeah. huge light bulb moment of like no i don't need to do this project i there's a person that is perfect for this let me give you their name and then i'm not boggled down on wanting to do everything because i didn't want to miss out because then half the time those people are like oh my gosh thank you so much for doing this right. or it's for um giving me this job and then they still include me yeah. they're like oh my gosh i love this thank you so much and then that just i get more satisfaction out of that more abundance it. less scarcity mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah a lot of it she she made this flip and we've talked about it on a couple of other episodes she made this flip from expectations to desires yes so setting up unrealistic expectations that just potentially set me up to fail um and moving toward i have a desire to do this which you can drive on a desire all day long but if I have an expectation to, to be world dominant by the end of the year, if I don't get world dominant, I set myself up to fail. Right. And then I shame myself, and then I, I do all those other things. Yep. And it ha we see it in relationships. You know, We have the expectation our spouse is going to be this way, and when it doesn't happen, yep. mm -hmm. then everybody fails. But if we have a desire to be the very best, if we have a desire, it, desires drive us. Expectations yeah. can set it, if they're done incorrectly, yeah. can set us mm -hmm. up for future failure. So she and made, granted, that, flip. I had she made to that switch. It was great. <clears throat> yeah. And I had to have a conversation with my husband because I mean, he's very money driven. And I think that is why I got into that rabbit hole. That that's how he thinks. And so I told him I, it had to be an upfront conversation. I was like, Hey, this year I'm not going to worry about the money. If I only make X amount of dollars, I mean, we are plentiful. We can survive. Mm-hmm. I need this year is me focusing on when is my kind of breaking point or like how much work can I take, but also have an abundant life that I want to live. So this year is really like an experimental year for me. And I'm not just going to worry so on building my business because that's what I did last year. I mm. wanted to build and build and build and get my name out there. And now I kind of feel confident and comfortable enough that it is out there. Yeah. And it just kind of like it's doing its own thing. So. Sis, what do you tell the person that's getting started? Because you're three years going into four years. I think Rocky said it earlier, but what do you tell that person that's just getting started? Because there's a lot of pressure that comes with that first year or two years. What would you say to them? I mean, because you're Rocky learning this through wisdom. Through yes, experience. and I have a ton of people surrounding me that is helping me see this wisdom. Is that what you tell them? have people around you to help well, you yeah, see Well, yeah, I tell them all the time. I was like, you need your board of directors. You need, and that board, if it's a business coach, if it's a, um, someone who's kind of has already done it or a little bit already more skin in the game, uh -huh. um, if they can't afford a business coach, it's a, a good alternative. Um, but I 100% would not be talking like this if I didn't know my purpose or I didn't take that time to... Like, I went through Rocky. I mean, I do life coach with you pretty much every week. Like, having those we conversations. We call it chicken biscuit life coaching. Yeah. Having those conversations, you have to have them. You can't have them by yourself. 
you have to have them in community. Yep. Yeah. And I'm gonna I'm gonna put this out there because I feel like I've been talking a lot of a lot of noise, and if there's nothing to back it up, then it's just like I'm somebody else in a podcast. So um, <laughs> you can go to Instagram at Rocky Garza R O C K Y G A R Z A. If you're listening to this and you have a question and you're a person who says, I can't afford life coaching, I think I need some direction, I need some help, every platform is slash Rocky Garza something. Mm -hmm. There's seven inboxes. You can, Rocky at RockyGarza.com is my email address. 903-944-9141 is my cell phone number. There's there's not a reason that there's not somebody out there who has a desire to help if you're willing to put forth the effort to say, I want this, I want to do it, and Mm -hmm. I want to find some direction. You have eight. You have eight opportunities and eight chances. Do something. A lot ask of somebody it's free and help. Too. I'm telling you, it's free. Send me a message. Right. Okay, you just put it out to the the world. But I'm. I kid you not, though. You have to that. have these conversations in order to get to where. I Do you mean, have to be patient? Oh yeah, this is year three. I mean, granted, I okay. When people, when I say, yeah, I've been doing this for three years, only three years and they're like oh, oh my, my gosh they're know, always like, so shocked yeah. and I'm just like I have to kind of to step back and be like wow I have grown tremendously in three years but think about it I have no kids I have I'm not going to school I there's a lot of things that people don't like my again my story is completely different than the right. story Right. of the next person. So you always have to like be thinking about that. Again, and uh, but I would also say for someone who's listening and has somebody who's had like an outside more of an outsider's view of watching you for the last 3 years. Sure, would I th- do I think that you would say right now you are the most successful you've ever been? No. And over the course of the last 3 years. Oh. Yeah, like you are you are you are, you are cresting like your peak of success. Yeah. Right? And it scares me sometimes yeah, too. But, but again, too soon. well, yeah. but again, I don't mean peak like it's it's the very top. I'm saying on the on the trajectory, it's been a, it's been a good steady up. If we took a for three year snapshot, for sure. Yeah. And what you just said to everyone is the thing that is the least important to you is money mm-hmm. and the amount of jobs or what anybody else thinks about mm-hmm. it. The what is most important to you is building a life that you value, mm-hmm. spending time with people you love, and creating yep. value and inspiration for somebody else. But I needed to kill myself and my business to. To kind of, I needed to hit rock. I see. I didn't hit rock bottom either. I, I mean, I could still be doing it. Yes. So I needed to kind of skin my knees a little bit yeah. and be like, "Oh, I'm working so much. I tripled my goal from last year, which was astonishing. I never. I mean, I remember sitting and business coach. You're like, "Yeah, you're gonna make this." And I'm like, "There's no way, Rocky. Like, okay, whatever." And I tripled it. She tripled and so. It. I could still do that exact same thing. I, I know it works. And I can still do that exact same thing this year, but I don't want to. And so my hope in asking and saying those things to you is one, I hope you're encouraged Two, I hope someone that's listening, that's starting goes, mm-hmm. take a little bit of that and go, if I'm, if you're a listener, l- learn from that and start by saying, build a life that you value. Yes. I'm not saying don't work hard. I'm not saying don't put in extra hours. I'm not saying that's called being an entrepreneur. That's right, the life right. you're choosing. It's, right. it's not right. a sprint. It's a marathon. Like you don't have to, like I could have gotten to, I could have gotten to this where I, what I've made last year, probably this year. I didn't need it that year. I don't need it this year, but I'm saying like it can happen over time. And this is like not a, I have to make my business and I have to grow it and I have to do it this year. 
It's not going to happen. It doesn't have to happen that way. What do you say to the person that's jumping into a new gig, you know, a new hustle? <coughs> they look up and they go, okay, I got to pay my bills. Because yeah, I have, the, I, I have because Allie's in a very unique spot, yeah. right? But sure. not everybody has that. For sure. And it is hard to relate to those people and give them wisdom. So they feel the added pressure. I got to pay my bills mm-hmm. yeah. versus everything we just said. What do you What do you say? Yeah. What do you say to that person? I, uh, first, I say me too. Yep. I'm uh, I'm a small business owner by myself. I make all the money for our family. Yep. Um. So, me, one, I get it. Yep. Two. Do a really good job. A, go to YNAB. It's YNAB.com. Stands for You Need a Budget. You go need there a budget. first. Wine. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's all, it's, I'm saying YNAB, but that's just all the letters. YNAB. You Need a Budget.com. Go set up a budget, mm-hmm. a personal budget. Figure out how much money you actually need, not want, mm-hmm. need right. to pay all of your bills. Right. Buy food like generic food i'm not saying you're going to city hall bistro at three nights a week figure out how much money you need to survive Mm right that then becomes how much money you need to make and that becomes the goal for your first year right Mm -hmm. it's going to cost me two thousand dollars a month to live you need twenty four thousand dollars a year which means on average you need to make two thousand dollars a month Mm-hmm. Great. Right. That's a lot different than going to be successful. I should make $60,000 a year because right. what I made in my other job before right. I left, right. which is triple three times the amount of income and work. If uh, there, there's a guy I follow um, and some people like him, some people don't. His name is Gary Vaynerchuk. Um, he owns a company called uh, Vayner Media uh, in New York. Um, he's got an incredible following. He's got one to two to three million followers on every platform. Dang. He's in, insane, insane wow. following. He just put out a new video. So I'm stealing this directly from him. He says, if you're an entrepreneur and you want it to work, put your head down, go to work, and close your eyes until you're 29. When you're 29, open your eyes and then decide you want to build a life that you want to build. His point being, if you're 22 and out of college, you want to start a business for the next seven years, yeah. you know, whether you're into it or not, his motto is eat shit. Right. Mm. Keep your head down, go to work, don't look around, don't go on vacations, mm-hmm. don't spend a bunch of frivolous money on stuff you don't need. You don't need an Apple Watch. You don't need a new pair of headphones. Your phone came with headphones. Use those. Right. You don't need an Apple Watch. Your phone has a clock on it. You don't right. need a watch. Mm-hmm. You don't. If you really want to be a small business owner, the majority of us, 99% of us who are entrepreneurs are not doing it because we expect to be rich. Mm-hmm. We're doing it because it allows us to build a lifestyle that we decide we want to spend time with people that we want. If that's the case, put your head down and don't open your eyes till you're 29. Right. And that should, I don't want that to be discouraging. Like, oh, my life's gonna be miserable. No, my, we're on a, we're on a, our family's on a budget. We only spend X amount of dollars. We run payroll and only spend our, get pay ourselves X amount of dollars. Yeah. Because that is what we know we need to survive. It's what allows us to provide the lifestyle that we want, and it keeps us where we can continually do that. And then I don't have to go out and make twenty thousand dollars a month, which is not gonna happen. Yeah. Right. And so, yet. So yes. that being said, like, I think that, I think that's just really important. Like give yourself a break. The, the barrier to entry that what you're saying you need, there's not one, there's very, 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 very few things as an entrepreneur that you would go and do that you don't know to run your business that you can't learn on Google. Right. It's true. Amen. I mean, you could probably figure out how to do small minor surgery on YouTube if you needed to. <laughs> don't oh, do that. Man, don't do that. Don't <laughs> do that. But, <laughs> but it's the possible. point being, it's right, out right, there. Right, right. Do you want it? Do you right. want to work hard? Do you want to be consistent? How do you want to be want patient? Yeah. Do you want to? Well, this has been a classic breakfast because this is how, I mean, we just sit down. We just have yeah. breakfast with our friends. Uh, we, we eat some good food. We start talking. We turn on the mics, and the next thing you know, 
we're 55 minutes later and i promise you after we turn off the mics we'll sit here and probably talk for another 20 30 40 minutes before we wrap up just a couple things we were going to ask you a whole new set of speed questions but uh we'll just do high low we'll just we'll just do we'll just do high low real quick and then bounce it you want to go high low i'll go first high and low are together okay um this week has literally been dallas market hall it's like trade show booth for people that don't know um and low it is so slow yeah it is my butt is numb by the end of the day just from sitting at but you've learned you've learned to find value even in those low moments i'm so proud of you yes so coming to realize that it's not about how much money or i didn't reach my goal for that day but i'm making connections and i'm if i could just get one connection to where they actually do email me and i have their business card so i'll probably email them but if i can get one connection and then a job out of that boom that, uh, so I'm going to I'm going to challenge you with one thing today or and tomorrow. Or a new friend, like there that's is this it. girl, right? That's it. Who I literally I've I'm two days in, and every single day I'm just like, oh, why do you live in Oklahoma? I really wish <laughs> I really wish you lived down here. next door to me. So I'm going to challenge you the next two days. What's one thing you could do for somebody else? Right? Challenge yourself. What's mm-hmm. one way I can bless or do something for someone else in the next two days? That 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 may perk you up. Rocky, high low, anything? Low part of your week, high part of your week. What Does you it learn? freak people out when? Because it doesn't freak me out. Because, I mean, I, I don't know why I'm asking this, because people can't respond back to me. But yeah, they can. Yeah, they can. Yeah, they can. They'll <laughs> message you. They'll. Yeah, I know. <laughs> if anything, they're they're gonna send me something because they have every aspect. I, of hope, I really yeah, hope they do. They, I mean, they need to. Um, but when you just go in the conversation, be like, what can I do for you? It doesn't freak me out. But I wonder if it's offsetting to some people because they don't get it asked. Lynn did that last week. I know. I loved it. I was like, I oh, my gosh. This is Which, so by the great. way, I forgot to shout out. What you can know, I do for you? Her niece works in our organization. That's nice. Her name is Lauren. And I forgot to say her name last week. Oh. And she listened to the podcast. And she's going, I'm so sad. I didn't get my name. So, hi, Lauren. So, throw it out and see what happens. I what can I, I do for you? I think I see the reaction. And Isn't see that awesome? Because I don't think, I think no it's one huge. asks those there you go. Do questions. It. And do be it. like, hey. You got an Audrey Hepburn look today. You look really good. Someone said I had Steve Jobs going on. Oh, uh, no. Was you, my glasses you don't. on oh, yeah. earlier. Rocky, high-low? Um, high-low. I mean, I think high, it's, there's there's something invigorating about. You got to model this bit, Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I just got a text message with a picture from my first modeling Ooh, gig, so that's good. Sweet. You'll share um, it later. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's, I, I feel really encouraged. I feel... Um, again, like I feel like I'm starting, I'm, I'm with you. I'm not a resolution kind of person, but there's yeah. something reviving about everybody else in the world starting a brand new year. Yep. And so I think that I do feel like I'm moving in the right direction for what I need to be doing and how I need to be spending my time. And to the point you just made, um, I've opted to end every conversation, in, whether it's a direct message or a LinkedIn message or an email with mm-hmm. also just let me know how I can serve you and how yeah. I can help you. I'm trying. I'm trying that too. Just and doing it. It's, it's huge. Yeah. Low, you have a low part? Yeah. Uh, it's a little dreary outside, and I'm about to go and help a seven other dads start to build a float for my son's school for a Mardi Gras parade. Nice. A float. Uh-huh. Float. So we'll see how that goes. That's right. How old is he? He's a uh, little over two. He goes to a little mon- a Montessori. Big as you're getting to. Yeah. Just yeah. getting it going. Yeah. I love it. He's silly. 
I totally love it. All right, last thing, and then we're going to wrap. Uh, Hopefully you're changing. I am. I have yeah. clothes in the car. Good. Yeah, because you have on your model clothes <laughs> That's right. Now. That's you right. I got my model jacket. I don't can't get your, it dirty. You need yeah. your float building clothes. Uh, top two books of 17 that you would recommend? Um, there's one called Kill the Spider. It's yeah. by a guy named Carlos Whitaker. I'm going to be honest with you. It's probably the only full book that I read in 2017. I was just going to say, I was like, did you, do you read? Yeah, I'm not a huge reader. I'm Fiction. Uh, reader uh, basically, it's kind of like a how-to. Um, he walks you through a process of going in your life, you're not going to do any good by continually just looking at cobwebs and cleaning them up. And every six months, if you don't kill the spider, the spider's mm. going to come back and build a new cobweb. It's killer. I, th- I think it probably gave me, that book gave me the biggest, some of the biggest revelations of my life in the last 12 months. Nice. Nice. That'll be my one recommendation. All right. Sis, anything else for you? No, I think that's it. We're going to sit here and talk for another sweet tea at least. Oh, he's got to go build a float. Oh, he's got to go build a float. All right. Hey, this is a great way. Rock, thanks for rocking it again. We You're love, welcome. We love having you, man. It's a joy. Well, Glad you, to be here. You bless us. You bless so many people. Um, and it's just. You're always welcome, too. Yeah, thanks. You're it doesn't just have to have your. I know yeah, you've you got your one, but now you can come. Anytime, man. Thanks. Anytime. Yeah. yeah, we're always here you're every Saturday morning. You, you have all my contact info now, too, yep. so you yeah. just let me know when yeah. you're at Chick fil A. Yep. I'll be there. <laughs> yeah. All right, sis. We got to roll. Anything else? No. All right. We should get Sarah on. You should. Way be- you should have her way, way before you have me. You know what? That but she do it. Oh, for sure. All yes. right. We're going to have her. You're going to reach out to her? Sarah, do it. I'll send you a Calendly link. Okay. Sign All up, right. babe. We got to roll. Love you, sis. Love you too, Daddy. Bye. Bye.